You're listening to the What's Next Discipleship Podcast, presented by MiracleWord.com. These episodes are designed to quickly answer your biggest questions about being a Christian. Here's your host, evangelist, author, and founder of Miracle Word University, Ted Shuttlesworth, Jr. So in this episode, I want to cover with you the topic of prayer. Just like Bible reading, Prayer is something that we as Christians need to do on a daily basis. And broken down literally to its most basic element, prayer is literally just talking to God, but not just us talking to God, it's also God speaking back to us. You know, if you are taking notes, one of the things that would be great to write down is this, prayer is not a monologue, prayer is a dialogue. It's not just us telling God what we want. It's God speaking back to his children. And that's a very important thing. In fact, I'm going to give you something from each of the four gospels in this episode, starting with John chapter 15 and verse number seven. Listen to this. Jesus said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you can ask for whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Can you see now why we did the episode on Bible reading first? Jesus said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you. Now you can see that reading the Bible, knowing scripture plays a large role in prayer. Why? When we pray, we want to make sure that the things that we pray are based on the Bible, based on scripture. I don't want to pray something that's outside of God's will or plan in scripture. And God always honors his word. You know, the Bible says that, uh, in fact, in Mark chapter 11, this is one of the most famous scriptures that we have. Mark chapter 11, Jesus is teaching his disciples about prayer again and their authority in prayer, that they have power with God when they pray. Let's look at that together, Mark 11. And I'm looking in verses 22 through 24. The Bible says, have faith in God. Truly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will come to pass, it will be done for him. Now look at verse 24. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you will receive it and you will have it. So faith is crucial when we pray. We don't doubt God. He's all powerful and he loves us. And when we pray, you know, I'll take you back to John 15 because what's said right after that is by this, my father is glorified. By what? If you abide in me, my words abide in you. You can ask whatever you will and it will be done for you by this. My father is glorified. So what Jesus is teaching is that when you pray and God answers your prayers, God gets glory for answering your prayers. Shows you he wants to answer your prayers. Did you ever hear from some religious person or some church that, you know, sometimes God says yes and sometimes he says no and sometimes he says maybe. That's not what the Bible teaches. In fact, that the Bible teaches that the promises of God are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. Yes, 
He says yes to the things he already promised you. And when he says yes, when he answers those prayers, what does the Bible teach? He gets all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise when he performs that miraculous work in your life. And we should give him praise when he moves. Amen. But let me just go on to say this. Prayer, that's not the only thing it'll do. Did you know, just like I taught you that Bible reading will keep you in a position to stay free from temptation or to overcome temptation. Did you know prayer is the other element that will also do that? I know you understand this. We're tempted on a daily basis. People probably wonder, how do I overcome temptation? Two ways, by filling yourself with God's word and by prayer. I'm here now in Matthew chapter 26 and uh, verse 41. And the story is this, Jesus and his disciples were in the garden praying, but they kept falling asleep and he, he kept having to wake them up. Finally, this is what he said, verse 41, Matthew 26, 41, watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. So what do we do about our weak flesh? What do we do about our spirit that really wants to please God, but our flesh fights back against it? We pray. Jesus said we pray and we should pray on a daily basis. That was actually uh, Jesus' example, but it was also the example of the apostles and all of the Christians in the early first century church. The Bible teaches us that every day they would go up to the temple and they had what we call in the English translation of the Bible, the hour of prayer. That means that they had an hour a day that they met together and spent time praying. It just shows us that prayer should be a daily discipline in the life of any person who loves the Lord Jesus Christ. And that is true. I want to show you one other thing. Prayer is one of the ways that we actually grow in power with God. We grow in our ability to release the power of God as Christians on the earth. What do I mean by that? Well, there's a story in Mark chapter 9 where two parents bring their young son to the disciples. This son is possessed by a demon spirit. And the disciples tried and tried to cast that demon spirit out of that young man and couldn't do it. So finally, they brought that young man to Jesus and he did it with no problem. And later, because the disciples were confused about this, they're like, Lord, how come we could not cast this demon out? You know what Jesus said? Mark chapter 9 and verse 29. Listen to this. He said, this kind of demon cannot be driven out by anything but by prayer. You know what that shows you? That there are levels of spiritual strength and that when we pray, we are growing in spiritual strength. That's why we need to pray on a daily basis. Now, two final things I'll leave you with in this episode. The first thing is this, that of all the things that the disciples ever saw Jesus doing, healing the sick, casting out devils, walking on water, raising the dead, the only thing they ever said, teach us to do was, Lord, teach us 
to pray. That's Luke 11.1. 1. They said, Lord, teach us to pray. It shows you that they understood it was his prayer life that was the catalyst for the rest of the things that he did in his ministry and in his life on the earth. Prayer was the catalyst. So because we understand prayer is the catalyst, one of the things that we need to realize is that as we do it on a daily basis, we should expect to grow in fruitfulness and effectiveness in the kingdom. It should empower us to, to win more souls to Jesus, to witness and to bring people into the kingdom. It should give us boldness to pray for people and to share the testimonies that we have, to lay our hands on sick people, like the Bible says. Prayer should empower us. And so uh, I wanna give you this just little pattern. This is a personal pattern, but God does have a system. And this is something that I do every time I pray. I start, because people are always like, well, how do you pray? How do you spend time praying? And by the way, and we'll put it in the description of this episode, we have a free grouping of about 100 what we call prayer points that can be used to kickstart your prayer life. We give you things to pray for with scriptures that we base those prayers on, and they will help you. You can download them in the description of this episode. But uh, I always start the same way. The Bible says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. So before I ever start throwing a wish list at God, before I ever start making my uh, requests known, like the Bible says. I do what the Bible commands people to do when they're coming into his presence. I enter his gates with thanksgiving. So I start my prayer time by thanking God for what he's already done in my life. You know, you're watching this as a new Christian, a new believer. You've got plenty now to thank him for. Thank him that he brought you out of a life of sin and death. Thank him that you're on your way to heaven. I start by thanking him. Then I praise him. I praise him for his greatness, his goodness. Then in the middle, I begin to ask him for things that I'm believing him to do in my life. And then I finish by thanking and praising him again. What do I do at the end? At the end, I praise him and I thank him, not for what he's already done in my life, but for what he's about to do. That shows that I believe my prayers are going to be answered because I'm already thanking him before I ever see it done. And so I really want you to spend time daily, cut out a segment of time. Even if you've got to get up 30 minutes earlier, spend time reading your Bible and spend time praying on a daily basis. Go into the description, download the prayer points, take the tools we have for you and make it a daily experience in the presence of the Lord. Hey, this is Ted Shuttlesworth Jr. I just wanted to let you know that we have video versions of every one of these episodes absolutely free hosted at our website miracleword.com forward slash next miracleword.com forward slash next we have so many free resources available to help you grow in your walk with jesus christ join us the link is in the description click it and get started for free today